Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children of all ages. Hi, I'm John Sitton. Hello, I'm Rob Perez. Christian Carambeu. Welcome to your Football and Fix Pitch Talk. Pitch Talk. Pitch Talk. We've got football videos on YouTube, blogs, debates and discussion on Facebook and Twitter. Plus we do a podcast and so much more. It's we the people for the people. For our videos, including our interviews and special features, check out youtube.com forward slash pitch talk. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Podomatic, TuneIn Radio and Spreaker with older podcasts on mixcloud.com forward slash pitch talk. Join the football revolution because the pitch is where we eat, the pitch is where we sleep and the pitch is where we talk. Join us on social media by searching for pitch talk. Hey everybody, Straight Shooting LJA here and welcome to another episode of the Straight Shooting View. Now, you know what? In this episode, I just want to look at a little, well, a little, <laughs> it's quite a big dispute in the women's game. Um, Northern Ireland, the Northern Ireland women's team have been demanding recently um, a meeting with the Irish FA about, basic, about basically um, a plea for adequate pay in terms of covering expenses. Which, on the surface, sounds like a very, very fair request. It's a if if you're if you're working for a company or you're representing a company, and you're an employee, one of them ones. If you go if you go to if you go to say an offsite meeting, something like that, you get and you have to pay for travel, you get that reimbursed, or the company pays for everything and covers it. Now. I very much think that if the male if if the males are getting that kind of treatment in um in in the Northern Irish game, like for their for their international team, you're representing the international team. So on them was only fair that the women are representing the international team too. They get the same treatment. But you know what? It is one it is one of them ones where yeah, the, apparently the Northern Ireland women's team are actually being left out of pocket. By, by, I think they're actually having to pay their own expenses going from game to game for nationals, and obviously, if you're travelling around Europe, it's one of them that's going to start racking up in terms of cost. So if the FA aren't, if the Irish FA are not covering it, it's a bit of a pee take to be perfect, to be perfectly frank, because you know they blatantly cover it for a lot of the men's games, if not all of the men's games. So. It's a it's a case of it's not the first time we're seeing basically women's international football and pay disputes because recently the Danish women's international team I think I think it was I think it was the back end of um, 2017 I think it actually started in like September where there was a bit of a dispute over pay there as well which was resolved because well I think largely because there was the there was the kind of bargaining chip that the Danish women had in regards to a world cup qualifier that they had to play and if they didn't if they didn't fulfill that fixture then the powers then the powers that be might have come down a little harshly and been like well there's deducted points there's fines and potentially you're going to get thrown out of the tournament anyway so it's one of them was the Danish football association I've, I've ended up and ended up making making a deal and it's like okay cool will will keep will kind of will help you will help subsidize your wages in that but the fact but the fact of fact is i said you had that with the you had that with the danish you had that with the danish side 
I think that lasted from like September until November of 2017. But also, it happened with the Norwegian um, women's international side as well, who were campaigning for equal wages. Now, the difference, the difference with the Norwegian situation, is the is the fact that yes, they actually did, they actually did obtain the same wages as their male counterparts, but. But it is one of them ones where the Norwegian men's team basically saw the injustice and took a pay cut to accommodate that. Sorry, to facilitate that. So that was kind of an interesting that was a kind of an interesting way of going of going about it, to be perfectly frank. And I think with you, you got you gotta look at I, I look at it this way. With the astronomical amounts that these play that the men's players are making at club level it's one of them the Norwegian example looks even more interesting because one of them was if you're making astronomical amounts at club level it's only fair that you help another part of the game if you're helping helping the women's international international team fine I actually have no problem with that if anything I'd encourage it because it's it's growing another part of the game and football is supposed to be inclusive not exclusive and if it's only the men getting paid the big bucks, but the women are representing exactly the same teams and exactly the same thing, then why not make the pay a little more even? Because making that pay that making that pay a little more even, and also investing more into the women's game as well. Same with the grassroots game. It's a case of it helps development. It helps that. So and and also and also looking at it in somewhat of a cynical way, no one can afford bad PR. These days, no football club can afford bad PR. Whether it's not paying women equally or a racial abuse case or anything along those lines, most teams cannot. Most teams, clubs, entities, whatever, cannot afford bad PR. But the thing one one thing I do like about um about the Norway women's team stepping up, the Danish women's team stepping up, and also the Northern Irish women's team um, stepping up as well and saying, "Yeah, we should, be, we should be paid to cover at least to cover our expenses, if not equally, if not equally to um, to our male counterparts." It's a it's a case of, I believe, if you see wrong, you say wrong, or else it will stay wrong. And you've got to give them credit for speaking up because if if you want if you want an injustice to be sorted, you have to speak up about it. Not just once, you have to keep on speaking up about it until that until that injustice is rectified. You can't change what you can't change or undo what's been done in the past, but you can build bridges and rectify it. So it's one. So it's one. Then was I'm actually glad. I'm actually glad these these women's teams are speaking up about it because it's a case of it shows how deep your convictions lie. If you're willing to put your neck out on the line and be like, no, this is an injustice. This is not fair, and that's one of that's one of the key things. Fair. If you're both playing the same sport, yeah, the levels might be a bit different. I'm, I'm not going to deny that, and I don't mean that with any disrespect to the women's game. Yes, the levels are different, but how are the levels ever going to end up similar or the same? How are they ever going to end up? How are they, are they ever going to end up that way if they're never given the chance to? It's like Chelsea Football Club and and what's it? The thirty-five 
players that they've got out on loan. How do you know they're not good enough for the top level if you never give them a chance? If you don't give if you don't give a plant a chance to grow, how do you know what it's going to grow to? That would be the way I would look at it in regards to that. And it's and it's and it's a, it's a case of yes, with the men's game there is always going to be that disparity between the men's and women's game in terms of pay because of look at the cash cow or the draw that the men's game is in comparison to the women's game. But at the end of the day, it takes time to build it. The women's game can be a massive draw as long as it's given the time to build and the same mistakes are not made that have happened in the men's game, such as corruption, such as botched appointments. Look at the Mark Sampson incident. So on them was we discussed that on a Pitch Talk podcast and <laughs> years ago we were like, yeah, hopefully they the FA don't make the same mistake with the men's game, with, with sorry, with the women's game that they have with the men's game. But at the end of the day, I'm glad that these pay disputes are coming up because it's forcing people to look at what is really going on. It is forcing people to look at, wait, hold on, there's a disparity here. Let's see if we can't even it out. Let's see if we can't help this side of the game grow as well as still kind of promoting promoting and obviously help, helping the men's game become all it can. Um, but the but the fact of the matter is, as said, it's a case of you helping another area of the game grow, and the, and in the in the women's game, you see a lot of you see a lot of the women as ambassadors, as role models, which I've always said that in the men's game, most most male footballers, if they if they had a brain, they'd be out playing with it. It is one of them ones, but in the women's game, it's it is different. It is a different animal. The tribalism, the out-and-out out tribalism of the men's game isn't there. To an extent, the idiocy isn't there. But also, it's a case of it's a growing game. It's a developing game. And these women can be an inspiration to others who will see an injustice, whether it be pay or otherwise, and they will speak up and out against it. So that's where that's where that's where I sit. That's where I sit on that one. I think it's a good. I think it's a good thing that all these sides are stepping up. But you know what? That's my view on it. I'd like to know your view. Comment section is below. Leave a comment. Leave a comment. I'd love to know what you think about this. Do you think these pay disputes in the women's game? Do you think they're a good thing? Do you think they're a bad thing? Do you think they're complaining about nothing? Do you think they've got every justification in the world to complain? about 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 pay one miss one them miss one them ones keep me posted but as i said comment section is below i have been straight shooting lj remember you can find me at sslja on twitter also at pitch talk on twitter tweet with us follow us see what we are up to facebook.com forward slash straight shooting lja as well find me find my page on them and straight shooting lja i'm also liam lja angel on facebook as well but you know what i've been straight shooting lja and until next time thanks for joining me for another episode of the straight shooting view see you next time peeps Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children of all ages. Hi, I'm John Sitton. Hello, I'm Rob Perez. Christian Carambeau. Welcome to your Football and Fix Pitch Talk. Pitch Talk. Pitch Talk. We've got football videos on YouTube, blogs, debates and discussion on Facebook and Twitter. Plus we do a podcast and so much more. It's we the people for the people. For our videos, including our interviews and special features, check out youtube.com forward slash pitch talk. 
Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Podomatic, TuneIn Radio and Spreaker with older podcasts on Mixcloud.com forward slash Pitch Talk. Join the football revolution because the pitch is where we eat. The pitch is where we sleep. And the pitch is where we talk. Join us on social media by searching for Pitch Talk.